Welcome to Zichud Afsi. My name is Rabbi Abram Goldai, and today we're in Masechus Ksubis Daf Mem Alf, the end of the third parak, Eil and the Aros. The Zichud Masechus Ksubis program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Hachazachas Torah. So the three topics we're going to focus on: number one, the next Mishnah states, "Ha'omer petisias bitoshal poni mishalm bochus begam apiatzmo ve'ein mishalm knas." One who says, "I seduced pony's daughter," pays for bochus and begam, but does not pay the knas. Rashi explains that we learn motiv knas pater that one who admits on his own to a fine is pater from paying the fine from the pasuk that if he pays double, Ashir yashiun elohim, whom the judges find guilty. From which we learn, not one who makes himself guilty. The Gemara notes that the Mishnah does not go according to the ton of a Bryce who taught. Rabbi Shimon Yehuda says in the name of Rabbi Shimon, a seducer confesses, af boches begam enum shalom al piyatzmo. Even boches and begam he does not pay. We'll call him menashi for he's not believed to discredit the daughter of pony, which Rashi explains to mean that we do not give him a platform to say a bad report about her that she engages in immoral activities. Rapapa asked the buyer, what would be the halacha if it was acceptable to the girl to suffer a bad reputation in order to receive the Boshu's begum? And the Gemara answers that perhaps it's not acceptable to her father. And even if it was, perhaps it's not acceptable to members of the family. Rush explains that it's not for Basin to do something that will sustain the family's embarrassment. And even if it was acceptable to them, it's impossible that there's not one family member in a distant land for whom it's not acceptable. Point number two, the Gemara brings the Malchokas regarding Chetzi Nezek, half damages, which are paid when a short tum damages. Palgan Nizka, half damages, Rapapa said. Palgan Nizka Mamona, half damages are a payment of damages. And Rapuna, Braid of Yeshua says, Palgan Nizka Kanasa, half damages are Kanas. Rapapa said that they are a payment for damages because he holds, Stam Shvarim love the Chetzkashimor Kaimi. Ordinary oxen are not in a garden state with respect to Gorim, Ubedinhu, Dimashal Makule. And the din is that really the owner should pay full damages. But the merciful one took pity on him and only makes him pay half because his ox has not yet been warned. Rav Huna Breda Rav Yeshua said that half damages are kanas because he holds Stam Shvarim Bechezka Ordinary oxen are in a guard state. And the din is that the person should not have to pay at all. But the merciful one penalized him in order that he should guard his ox even further. The Gemara will successfully challenge the position that Chetzi Nezek is Kanas, but will ultimately rule that it is in fact a Kanas. And point number three, the Gemara states that now that it has been established that Chetzi Nezek is a Kanas, in the case of a dog that killed and ate a sheep, which Rush explains means that it choked live sheep and ate them, or a cat that killed and ate large chickens, it's a case of unusual damage, and we do not collect it in Bavel. Collection of a kanas requires judges with smicha, and smicha can only be given in Eretz Yisrael. But if the damaged party seized property of the owner of the dog or cat, we do not take it away from him. And if the damaged party said to the basin, set a date for me to go to Eretz Yisrael to present the case in a basin with Dayanim who have smicha, the basin sets a date for him. And if the damager does not go by that date, we place a ban on him. People cannot go within his Dalad Amos, nor eat and drink with him. And regardless of whether the damaged party requests to go to Eretz Yisrael, we order the defendant, under threat of a ban, to destroy the animal. So once again, the three points are number one. The next Mishnah states, One who says, I seduced Pony's daughter, pays for Boshus and Begam, but does not pay the Kanas. Rashi explains that we learn, that one who admits on his own to a fine is pata from paying the fine from the pasuk that if he pays double, Ashir Yashiun Elohim, whom the judges find guilty, from which we learn, not one who makes himself guilty. The Gemara notes that the Mishnah does not go according to the ton of a Bryce who taught. 
Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda says that in the name of Rabbi Shimon, a seducer who confesses, af boches begam enum shalom al piyatzmot, even boches and begam he does not pay. For he's not believed to discredit the daughter of Pony, which Rashi explains to mean that we do not give him a platform to say a bad report about her that she engages in immoral activities. Well, Papa asks the buyer, what would be the halacha if it was acceptable to the girl to suffer a bad reputation in order to receive the boshu's begum? And the Gemara answers that perhaps it's not acceptable to her father. And even if it was, perhaps it's not acceptable to members of the family. Rashi explains that it's not for Basin to do something that will sustain the family's embarrassment. And even if it was acceptable to them, it's impossible that there's not one family member in a distant land for whom it's not acceptable. Pointing to the one brings some al regarding chetzinezek, half damages, which are paid when a short tum damages. Palganizka, half damages, Rapapa said. Palganizka mamona, half damages are a payment of damages. And Rapuna, Braid of Yeshua says, Palganizka kanasa, half damages are kanas. Rapapa said that they are a payment for damages because he holds, Stam shvarim love bechezka shimor kaimi. Ordinary oxen are not in a garden state with respect to Gorim. And the din is that really the owner should pay full damages. But the merciful one took pity on him and only makes him pay half because his ox has not yet been warned. Rav Huna Breda Rav Yeshua said that half damages are kanas because he holds Stam Shvarim Kaimi. Ordinary oxen are in a garden state. And the din is that the person should not have to pay at all. But the merciful one penalized him in order that he should guard his ox even further. The Gemara will successfully challenge the position that Chetzi Nezik is Kanas, but will ultimately rule that it is in fact a Kanas. And point number three, the Gemara states that now that it has been established that Chetzi Nezik is a Kanas, in the case of a dog that killed and ate a sheep, which Rush explains means that it choked live sheep and ate them, or a cat that killed and ate large chickens, it's a case of unusual damage, and we do not collect it in Bavel. Collection of a kanas requires judges with smicha, and smicha can only be given in Eretz Yisrael. But if the damaged party seized the property of the owner of the dog or cat, we do not take it away from him. And if the damaged party said to the basin, set a date for me to go to Eretz Yisrael to present the case in a basin with Dayanim who have smicha, the basin sets a date for him. And if the damager does not go by that date, we place a ban on him. People cannot go within his Dalad Amos, nor eat and drink with him. And regardless of whether the damaged party requests to go to Eretz Yisrael, we order the defendant, under threat of a ban, to destroy the animal. All right, so now we go to our Simmer Duff Memalf, and our standard simmon is a ma, and we use a grandma, a grandma to make it a little more distinct. So here goes. The grandma who told Basin she would certainly object if they let a mafata ruin her granddaughter's wonderful reputation was incensed when Basin informed her she owed Chetzi Nezik as a kanas because her ox scored, and that she had a court date in Eretz Yisrael because her kitty cat was a killer and eating large chickens. Once again, slow motion. The grandma, grandma, that must have warned off memo. The grandma who told Basin she would certainly object if they let him a fata ruin her granddaughter's wonderful reputation, which reminds us, the next mission which states, the one who says, I seduced Pony's daughter, pays for Boch's begum, but does not pay the knas, does not go according to the Tana of the taught, that a Mafatu confesses, even Boch's begum he doesn't have to pay, for he's not believed to discredit the daughter of Pony. Rapapa asked the buyer, 
What would be the halach if it was acceptable to the girl to suffer a bad reputation in order to receive the boshes begam? And the Gemara answers that perhaps it's not acceptable to her father. And even if it was, perhaps it's not acceptable to members of the family. Rashi explains that it's not for Basin to do something that will sustain the family's embarrassment. And even if it was acceptable to them, it's impossible there's not one family member in a distant land for whom it's not acceptable. So the grandma who told Basin she would certainly object if they let him afata ruin her granddaughter's wonderful reputation was incensed when Basin informed her she owed Chetzinezek as a kanas because her ox gored, which reminds us, more brings Malchokas regarding Chetzinezek, half damages which are paid when a short term damages. Rapapa said Palganiska Mamona, half damages are payment of damages, where Mfuda Braid Rav Yeshua says Palganiska Kanasa, half damages are kanas. So the grandma told Basin she would certainly object if they let him afata ruin her granddaughter's wonderful reputation was incensed when Basin informed her she owed Chetzinezek as a kanas because her ox gored, and that she had a court date in Eretz Yisrael because her kitty cat was a killer and eating large chickens, which reminds us. The Gemara states that now that it has been established that Chetzinezek is a kanas, in the case of a dog that killed and ate a sheep, or a cat that killed and ate large chickens, it's a case of unusual damage and we do not collect it in Babel. Collection of kanas requires dayanim with smicha, and smicha can only be given in Eretz Yisrael. But if the damaged party sees property of the owner of the dog or cat, we do not take it away from him. And if the damaged party said to Basin, set up date for me to go to Eretz Yisrael to present the case in Basin with dayanim, who have smicha, the courts set a date for him. And if the damager doesn't go by that date, mishamtinimle, we place a ban on him. So once again, the grandma who told Basin she would certainly object if they let him afata ruin her granddaughter's wonderful reputation was incensed when Basin informed her she owed Chetzinezek as a kanas because her ox scored and that she had a court date in Eretz Yisrael because her kitty cat was a killer and eating large chickens. All right, now it's time for four blah blah chazara. Daf Lamed Zayin. So the simmer Daf Lamed Zayin is laser tag. So here goes. The referees at the fierce Kamli but the Rabbi Minei laser tag tournament between one Chayv Misa and another Chayv Malkas, which reminds us, the more explains why there are two sources for the principle of Kamli but the Rabbi Minei, one for Chayv Misa and the other for Chayv Malkas. So the referees at the fierce Kamli but the Rabbi Minei laser tag tournament between one Chayv Misa and another Chayv Malkas, who refused to take atonement money for murderers facing execution, which reminds us, the Gemara explains why it was necessary to teach that a murderer Mamezid can't give Kofra atonement money to redeem his life, and also to teach separately that one who kills Bishogik and sent to an Ir Miklat can't give Kofra and redeem his life. So the referees at the Kamli with the Rabbi Minei laser tag tournament between one Chai Misa and another Chai Malkus, who refused to take atonement money for murderers facing execution or heading to the Ari Miklat, declared the one who zapped his opponent in the neck the victor, since he chose a Misa Yafa. Which reminds us, the more explains that those executed with Saif are executed with a sword to the neck, and that it's learned from the Parsha of Egla Rufa, but we don't learn from that Parsha that it's with an axe, and at the back of the neck, because we learn from the Pasuk of Vahafta Recha Kamocha that we must choose a Misa Yafa, a more favorable death. Daf so the Simmer Daf is a Debrelach, and we use chicken soup. So here goes. The Nari eating from a bowl of comforting chicken soup, chicken soup, that must mean we're on Daf Ramadches, a Debrelach. The Na'ara eating from a bowl of comforting chicken soup after being engaged, divorced, and then violated, which reminds us of the Malchus between Yossi Agli and Rabbi Kiva, whether a Nara that was engaged, divorced, and then violated receives a kanas. The Malchus is based on how they understand the Pasuk of Ashogo Arasa, who was not engaged.
So the Na'ari eating from a bowl of comforting chicken soup after being engaged, divorced, and then violated that she bought with the 50 silver shkalim she had been given, which reminds us we discussed where we learned that a Ma'anas and Mafanta must pay 50 silver shkalim, whether it's from the Gezer Shava of Asholo Arasa in the Parshios of the Ma'anas and Mafanta, or according to Rabbi Galilee, it's from the Pasuk of Kesev Yishkol Kamorah Basulos. So the Nari eating from a bowl of comforting chicken soup after being engaged, divorced, and then violated that she bought with the 50 silver shkalim she had been given, sent a bowl over to the distraught father of a Na'ara Basul who died after being violated, since he received nothing. Which reminds us, Abayah said, Ba'alel Mesa Pater, if one violated a Na'ara Basul and she died before the violator was sued by the father and found liable by Basin, he's Pater from payment for the Pusik states, Vanasan Latviha Na'ara, and he, referring to the violator, shall give to the father of the Na'ara 50 silver coins. The superfluous expression of Na'ara teaches that the fine is paid to the father of the Na'ara, Velola Avi Mesa, and not to the father of a deceased girl. The Gemara says that what was obvious to Abaya was the basis of a question for Rabba. Daflamates, so the Simra Daflamates is a letter, and we often use a mailman. So here goes. The mailman, mailman, that must be more Daflamates, letter. The mailman who delivered the Knas package to the Na'ara, who got married after she was violated, which reminds us, Rav asked the Bai, what's the halacha? If one violated a Na'ara and she became engaged before the violator was found guilty. Abaya answered, the Pasuk does not say, and the violator shall give to the father of the Na'ara who was not engaged. And this is different from the case where she got married. For just as her becoming, a Bulgaris removes a daughter from her father's Hushas, and marriage removes her from her father's Hushas, then just as in a case of a Bulgaris where one violates her as a Na'ara and she becomes a Bulgaris before judgment, she gets the Kanas, so too in the case of her marrying, she gets the Kanas. But with regard to Kedushin, she's not completely removed from her father's Hushas, in that her father and her husband can annul her nadarin. So the mailman who delivered the kanas package to the Na'ara, who got married after she was violated, along with a big poster from Basin, listing the differences between Ha'onis and the Mafata, which reminds us, the next Mishnah listed differences between Ha'onis and the Mafata in terms of the payments that are made and when they must marry the woman. So the mailman who delivered the kanas package to the Na'ara, who got married after she was violated, along with a big poster from Basin, listing the differences between Ha'onis and the Mafata, overheard her tell her father she was so grateful he prevented her marriage to the one who violated her from happening. Which reminds us, it was taught in Nebraisa, in both cases of the seducer and the violator, both she and her father can prevent the marriage from taking place. The Gemara asks, where is it known that the father can block the marriage if she's violated? Abaya answered, It's logical that the sinner should not be rewarded for his sin. And Rabbi said, it's a call of Homer. If in the case of the seducer who only went against the will of the father, both the girl and the father can prevent the marriage, then all the more so with the violator who went against the will of the father and the daughter, he or she can prevent the marriage. Daf Mem, so the Simmer Daf Mem is a swimming pool. So here goes. When the Nara Mamzeris was instructed to say she doesn't want to marry her violator, he dove into the pool. Pool, that must be on Daf Mem, Mime, swimming pool. When the Na'ar Mamzeris was instructed to say she doesn't want to marry her violator, which reminds us, if one violates a woman who is unfit to marry a Jew, such as a Mamzeris, he's not permitted to keep her, for the Pusik states, Velociele Isha, and she shall be to him a wife, which implies Isha Haruilo, a woman who is fit for marriage to him, Rav Ghana said. That he said the following argument in the presence of Rav Zvid from Narda. Let the Asiyah of his marrying her be docha. The Losa say of not marrying a woman who is not fit to marry. 
Rav Zebra responded that we say, in cases like Mila and Saras, where it's impossible to choose not to fulfill the Asi. But here, although the violator has the mitzvah to marry the woman, if she says, I do not want him as a husband, is there any mitzvah's Asi at all? Rashi explains that in all cases of unfit women, we instruct them to say she doesn't want the violator to be a husband, so that there is no mitzvah's Asi. So when the Nara Mamzeris was instructed to say she doesn't want to marry her violator, he dove into the pool to escape the Boshes of Begum payments, which are not included in the Kanas, which reminds us, the Gemara asks, why not say that the 50 slime is the payment for Kanas, Boshes, and Pagam? Abai answers that the Pusik states that the violator pays a Kanas, Tachas not because he has afflicted her, which implies that they are paid specifically because he violated her. And besides his payment for affliction, there are additional payments of Boshes Begum. Rabbah gives an alternative answer from the Pusik that states, the man who lay with her shall give the father of the girl 50 silver shekels. This implies Hanos Shkiva Kamishim, that for the pleasure of lying with her, he pays for the shekels of the father. But called the Ekeboshes Begum, from here we can infer that there are additional payments of embarrassment and depreciation. So, when the Nara Mamzeris was instructed to say she does not want to marry her violator, he dove into the pool to escape the Boshes Begum payments, which are not included in the Kanas, but was captured by her father, who was eager to receive them and was planning to marry her off to a Mukashin, which reminds us. It's logical that Boshas and Magam go to the father, for if he wishes, he can give her over to a man who is repulsive, or a Mukashin afflicted with boils. Rush explains that it's in the father's rishus to embarrass her and appreciate her value through relations with a repulsive person in exchange for the Kedusha money. So since the violator preempted the father by embarrassing her and depreciating her value, he causes the father to lose out from the money he could have received. All right, now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which step do we want a nar who gets engaged after she is violated? The father keeps the knas, but if she gets married, she gets to keep it. That's on duff. Lama test. Good. Number two. Which step do we want and pagam are not included in the knas payment? That's on duff. Ma'am. Good. Number three. Which of the one Abai said that the father of Anar who was violated but died before based in Paskin does not receive the knas? That's on duff. Good number four. Which of the one, according to one Tana, a Mefatu confesses, does not pay Boshus Begum because Basin does not give him a platform to ruin the girl's reputation? That's on Duff. Memov. Good number five. Which of the one, we instruct a woman who cannot marry her violator, such as a Mamzeris, to say she does not want to marry him, and this is not a case of Asedoche Losase. That's on Duff. Ma'am. Good number six. Which of the when the father can block the marriage in the case of Aonis as well, according to Abaya, Shuoye, Chota, Niskar, and according to Rava, based on the Kava Homer, that's on Dav? Lamatas. Good number seven. Which stuff you machus Rapap and Rapuna Braid Rav Yeshua if Chetzinezek is Mamona or Kanas? That's on Dav? Memalov. Good number eight. Which stuff do we have a question where we learn out the kanas of 50 silver shkalim? That's on daf. Good number nine. Which stuff do we learn Boshas and Magam go to the father since he's the one losing out, since he could have married her off to a manuvo or a muhashkin? That's on daf. Ma'am, good. And number ten. Which stuff do we learn that since a based in a bubble cannot judge cases of kanas, if the damaged party wants, they can set a court date in Eretz Yisrael? That's on daf. 
Memov. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.